we just hang out. Care of. Audrey I've been burned before. <laughs> <laughs> As you can tell by my scratchy voice, it's springtime and allergies are here. It's Radio Free Topag and I'm Audrey. I'm Donovan. Much like allergies, I'm here. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I, I can't I can't breathe for shit. I don't know how to breathe anymore. It's all gone. All of my ability to do that is gone. Uh, the clogged up episode. Hey, pour some Drano in it. It comes packaged with a thing of Drano and you pour it into the episode. Okay. That didn't, that didn't bad. entirely make sense. Bad. You know, if you had waited for a half a second longer, I was going to say, now you say something, Donovan. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm just thinking now, though, that what if, like, because like, springtime is like love and happiness and all these things. And I'm like, is it because allergies keep a little bit of oxygen from going to our brains and like the sun is out and we're a little stupid and that's like why and i love spring i'm saying this as a huge spring romantic i love a big fan i also am super willing to admit that i probably have brain damage like (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's almost bimbo season Listener, you probably know that voice. You probably know Instagram superstar Aid Narada, RFTB returning champion Aid Narada. Welcome. Hello, thank you for having me. Yeah. Oh, come down, hordes. Yeah, get out of here, you guys. (laughs) Stop throwing stuff on stage. Yeah, crowd surging. (laughs) Hey, we gotta stop for a second. I need every hey. Everybody back up about three feet. Come on. We're trying to have a safe show here for everybody. We, we know you guys <laughs> love us. We love you. We just want you to be okay. Whose bra is this? <laughs> <laughs> just turns into fanfic. I love the idea oh, of the, the fanfic podcast. <laughs> Thanks, Audrey. <laughs> we just pretend that uh, we're on stage and we do the voices of the fans and they, oh, they think we're so hot and, oh, they're going crazy the, for us. The adulation. The I love, I love how that, and the, the whole premise is that we have introduced our guest and talked about how congested we are and they're, they're clamoring. They can't they love it. They can't stop themselves at, at this point in the show. God, I'm also just thinking oh though about how economical it would be to just pretend to do a live show. And just put those Ooh. put those clap voices in oh, and be like, "That's right." Idea. That's a huge <laughs> just idea. Saying. Yeah, sorry. It's a we should do that on a dud episode because a lot of times when the live episode <laughs> comes out on a show, it's kind of like, "Oh, I wish it was a regular episode mm-hmm. this week." The energy's sure. a little bit off. The mic quality is different. There's people in the background. One of these weeks when we're like not feeling it, where we're just kind of under the weather or something. Yeah, we just put some fucking crowd noises under there. Like, oh, ha, ha, <laughs> a yeah. reverb on each of our voices. Yeah, easy. Yeah. All right, simmer down, simmer down. A little room tone. <laughs> yeah, easy. Uh, let's, let's start this episode with a running segment. Everyone's favorite. The fans are clamoring for this to be the the first song. They want us to play the hits first. It's break update. Yeah! I'm saying clamoring a lot recently, by the way. I just realized that. I don't know what the deal is. Are you yourself clamoring to use that word? It's just really good. And then you follow it with like crawling over each other because that starts with a C also. That's very good. Yeah. Crawling and creeping. Um, break update. Um, feeling, feeling rough this week. Feeling, uh, I, I'm still not moved out. I'm still trying to find uh, an apartment that will accommodate me, my cat, and my beloved squat rack. My my second child, the squat rack. <laughs> And it's difficult and like moving stuff is difficult as is, but it's extra difficult mm-hmm. in, in, in this situation. Uh, and so I'm just, just pour one out for your buddy, Dono, because I was just feeling kind of sad today. And uh, Damn. Pour, just t- take a little swig for me, just for me. I'm That's sorry what I'm asking that. you, listener. Yeah, on the other hand, suck. on the other hand, I'm wearing my Aiden Narada, uh, this girl runs on doom scrolling crop top and i got a compliment on it when i was walking around so you know oh. good a rose and a thorn 
kind of day. So uh, uh, you got a compliment while you were walking around. I got clocked super hard, and this one <gasps> girl definitely nudged her friend and was like, look. Jesus Christ. Ew, like, what the fuck? Look at, it, look at her. Or, yeah. Bizarre behavior. She, like, I looked at her, and it, like we actually made eye contact while she was saying, look, look, to her friend. Right, I was yeah. like, okay, cool. I'm gonna go kill myself. Great. Yeah. Oh. God, it's so fucked. Like, <laughs> no, not that. Like, girlies go to the mall. Like, ugh. yeah. Like, girlies shop. What do you want? Like, what do you want? Just bizarre yeah. behavior toward anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope mind that. Mind fucking business. There's plenty of good stuff to look at. Yeah, I hope that her Panda Express gave her food poisoning. <laughs> yeah, I hope that she. <laughs> <laughs> that's what was the I want. walnut shrimp worth it yeah <laughs> i hope that honestly i bet that she had just come out of like hollister and they had just been super mean to her and were like "Ooh, look at that fucking girl and oh it was, sure she was actually standing she, in a GameStop, which i was like i felt betrayed i'm like you're, huh, you're supposed to be on. of my people yeah, yeah. what the fuck like, betrayed fuck? by a, a fellow gamer girl exactly. so a bad day a bad day basically is what we're yeah, saying a bad day. Annoying. i was driving around for two hours too like i i'm trying to get a new gig a little second job a little third job counting the podcast and uh, i had to drop off my social security card and driver's license and i had forgotten it in the morning and i was like well it's about a 20 minute drive i'll just bop down back to the house back up to the mall and back to the house irritating as fuck but it'll be fine traffic both ways both no. times and uh yeah it's fun sitting in traffic is one of those Taking things we're both sweaty just oh is it humid there oh yeah yeah no, it's it was so very oh, shiny no. I got that shine. It's glowy. Y'all are dewy. That's this, all. This, this is what Kanye was talking about when he said, keep shining. <laughs> That's right. He was talking about getting hot in your apartment with no AC and dysfunctional AC. That's what it's all about. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Going to be a hot girl summer. <laughs> yeah. Aiden, give us give us an update on uh, on you. Br bring some levity to us. I hope as the third person in this show, we're not three for three on bad days. Are you hopefully Come having on, a positive day? day? We're crossing. My our day fingers. is pretty good. I yeah, I'm yes. working on a creative project that I'm not allowed to talk about yet, so I kind of can't give you a lot of details. But we're doing that. Okay. Um, we are wedding planning, which is nice um, and also very stressful and very like. It's a lot of like, kind of weird heteronormative shit. There's a lot of like, you know, you belong to your dad and where's your hope chest <laughs> kind of stuff. But like, but also in the middle of that is just like being in love. And also, I honestly think that having a hope chest would be lovely. Like it's a beautiful wood thing. I don't know what you do with it, but like, who doesn't want a nice chest? Um, so your hope's I'm hoping in it. that. Yeah, your hope is in it. Finally, a fucking place to put it so it doesn't just go willy-nilly and get lost. Like, <laughs> so I think I, I think don't it's know what be this is. I have not great. heard of the hope chest. I think it's like a dowry We're thing. We're good one on the show. <laughs> and it's like. Uh, I don't know. Also called a dowry yeah. chest, cedar chest, trousseau chest, or glory box, which oh that no, means vagina, <laughs> uh, is box. traditionally used by an unmarried young woman to collect items such as clothing and household linen in anticipation of married life. The hope chest or cedar chest is used in the United States and the United Kingdom. It is called a bottom drawer, while both mm -hmm. terms and glory box are both used by women in Australia. Like the oh, Portishead song. Glory box. Oh, okay, is I can't do the box. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, there we go. Oh, glory box. <laughs> glory box. I don't know. I couldn't point zero in on it. <laughs> the Australian accent is <laughs> my glory to box me is not... a chili bin full of tinnies. <laughs> it's not a super romantic accent to me, so it's really funny. <laughs> oh no. Oh no, can you imagine being wooed by a man? Wade. With a deep Australian accent. Wade. 
Also, sorry, just a, as a parenthetical, there's a, maybe a tiny audio lag on my end. My internet is perpetually a little shitty. I yes. just want to give you a heads up. Was... It sounds like you know that, but. <laughs> I'm like holding for applause. Like I'll tell a joke and then I'm like. Yeah, I couldn't like... tell if it was on. I couldn't tell if it was on my end. Do we want to just do audio? Would that make that, this better? Ooh, let's try that. Let's try yeah, that. How do we do that? Because yeah, it's coming in some waves that are very, Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, let's see. I can just turn everybody's shit off. Oh, nice. Check, check. Is this any better? That Is seems this, better. Feeling better. Can you hear oh, me? Yeah. Wow. All right. Yes. Great. This also is kind of like because I assume that you see me as like the little gradient circle, too. And I see y'all yes. yes. like the little gradient circles. And it kind of reminds me of in everything everywhere all at once when they become rocks. Like now we're just kind of like our essences. <laughs> we're just gradient orbs. These are our yeah, true it's like forms. Kind of peaceful. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I did I'm this. Let's make this the episode art. I'm gonna take the screenshot of this. Yeah. So people can tell what the fuck this is. Can see these can they... see these little orbs. This is good. You can't see one of my cats being so bad right now, too. Damn. No, that's my favorite doing? though. I know this is mush is just kind of coming up and like it's funny he is not a big clawer but he's like he gets weirdly into it where he just like claws me a little and then like scoots away his dream is for me to like follow him to the food and then pet him while he's eating um who doesn't want that but <laughs> um and that's but, how he tries yeah. to like lure you is like scratch you so that you'll get up and, and go to the food. Is that kind of yeah. the cat strategy here? Yeah, kind of like, oh, we're playing. And then if I stand up to like play or pet him, then he'll like scurry away and be like, emergency. Like, oh, someone fell in a well. Yeah. And then you go and it's just like, oh. like the food's not even like empty. <laughs> like it's just a full food bowl. <laughs> My it's cat really is nice. taken to like if I'm laying on the couch, she jumps up on the the armrest behind me and starts licking my forehead and hair. But my hair is like long now, and she's not used to that, and it gets stuck in their little tongue barbs. And she does like this oh, stretching no. her head all the way up with the, with the tongue hanging out. And she did it like a couple times the other day, and I was like, oh, okay, fuck, get get away, it's being too much. She just wants and to I felt my That's hair. A... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's she's just trying to make me look good, but I've but I felt up there and it's like for th maybe three licks, like noticeably soggy, like damn. Uh. I don't think as cats as like spitty animals, but it was like it was as if I'd poured a little bit of water on it. It was really fucking wow. disgusting. That's uh, incredibly fucking gross. <laughs> yeah, well, so that means that if she was drooling, she was probably like super happy. Like I feel like my cat drools by the relaxed. cat puff. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. also I think their spit has all of these like crazy like bacteria properties that allow them to oh, eat yeah. like raw meat and shit. So there's like crazy shit in their spit. Uh, Jesus. And in your hair now. Yeah, and in your hair, that's fine. Oh fuck yeah, dude! I can put raw meat in my hair now. Raw meat, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, yeah put a little raw meat in there and see what happens. <laughs> Styling tip twenty twenty three from your friends at RFTB: Just take a little bit of ground chuck, mush it up a little bit, really work it into the roots. Oh, you're gonna just, be looking, you're gonna be looking fantastic this summer. You're gonna be smelling better. Smelling better. Just trust the process. Got to. This Got is to. what we always say. <laughs> um, well, I think we, we got kind of sidetracked by the, the fucking audio getting fucked up and stuff, but we're we're glad to hear stuff's going well for you, Aiden. We have been yeah. following along with this relationship from the beginning. I, I credit Literally. us with the success of your relationship. <laughs> I think it's RFTB magic. <laughs> I assume that behind you at the altar, you'll have our logo printed out. And, you know, we're just so grateful for you for doing that. Sponsored. And to bless your wedding in that way. Absolutely. Are we the first? <laughs> are we the first Radio Free Tobac marriage? Are we the first ones that you know of? I think Radio so. Radio Free Tobac marriage. Maybe. I, yeah, Is I think so, else? actually. Hey, let's see. Oh, wait. Wasn't there that guy from Straya who's... I don't know if they've gotten married yet, but they were talking about getting married. They were talking... Okay. Amber Rollo from uh, uh, Low Culture Boil. Low Culture Boil. She... Well, I think she was, like, engaged. And then oh, they yeah. got married. 
Yeah. But it wasn't I know, Amber. They got married last year. Yeah. Yeah. This was like, we had just we started Amber. dating. Shouts out. Yeah. Love Amber. We just started dating really early when I went on. I think, I mean, was it or was our yeah, first I remember you recording talking before? About this yeah. That's yes. crazy. I think but, it was before. Yeah. That's wild. Um, well, yeah, here we are. The entire relationship is within the tenure of the show. That's That's so crazy. (laughs) Wow. Oh, and many more. Congratulations to all of us on that, frankly. Um, but yeah, no wedding stuff is crazy. (laughs) It's, I'm just so stoked. And, you know, a lot of the pageantry of it is like a little bit wild and overwhelming, but also like, I don't know, I love camp and I love love. So having a big old like love party (laughs) feels great (laughs) that's awesome we love all of these things too we we send all of our podcast blessings thank you oh that means so much coming from this podcast shit i think we're getting the delay again yeah the delay is back i feel like i'm podcasting from from the past yeah (laughs) shit if if we Uh, restarted as just audio would that make any difference let I, me try turning, so, the, for turning the video off. Okay, so I was actually a little worried about my internet at first. So I started, I just like uh, did a hotspot with my phone. Let me put it back on my internet and maybe okay. like, will it like lose shit if I refresh? And we'll, we'll do. Uh, well, let's see. I'm going to hit stop. I hope so. Knock on wood. I'm knocking on wood right now. I'm knocking on the All right. fucking what do they call it manufactured wood engineered wood like an yes, Ikea and, desk yes yeah. exactly same yeah. thing I'm not uh, on engineered wood now the fun oh, thing man. is that's an industry term for particle board it's particle yes. board it's that's the word I wanted um, alright should we do questions I'm so worried about this like the lag happening again <laughs> <I'm> so sorry <laughs> like, let's just get into it let's, let's hurry up well, All right. well we Listeners. have this good timing luck <laughs> it's good right now let's go Listeners, we apologize for for the internet bullshit. Go uh, perform acts of uh, goofiness against the CEO of Comcast for us so that our show stays on the rails. All right, let's get to questions. But first, a quick word from our sponsor. Hey, what's up there? It's me, Bad Internet Donovan. Hey, sorry, what was that? Hold on, say that again. Hey, oh, okay. I, th- I think I've got you back. Hey, I got to get this message across quick before we lose the connection. Uh, there's bonus episodes of Radio Free Topang. Can you believe it? You get a main episode each week, but there's also a bonus episode each week. I mean, what's better than having more than 10 megabits down is having more than one episode a week. Patreon.com slash RFTB. That's the place to be. A bonus episode each week, over 130 episodes in the backlog. You get the Discord. We send you stickers. Oh, it's a great time. Shit, I think I lost you again. (laughs) Patreon.com slash RFTB. That was the important message. All right, um, I'll see you in cyberspace when the connection's better. And then, like, I cut out. And there's, like, distortion and stuff. I love it. Very funny. Beautiful. Question box. Asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, uh, yeah! Oh, yeah. oh, you can't yeah. see me, but I just threw sunglasses on because I'm blinded. <laughs> By the number of questions in the question box this week, everyone's favorite segment, the part of the show where you, the listener, can send your questions in to us, and we do our best to answer them. Hey, how do I do that? I hear you say, I can hear you. You think you're just listening to the show, but I can actually hear you. I just heard you say that. And the answer is simple. (laughs) Head on over to our social media, at RFTBpod on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Didn't... And Blue Sky, no, you can't do it on Blue Sky yet. We don't have an RFTB there yet. Disregard that one. On our website, rftb.me, you don't have to make an account. You just click that question box link. You type your question in. You send it to us, and we give you golden advice, platinum-coded 
Liquid Diamonds. Advice. Uh, Audrey, what are we answering first this week? VSOP, something like that has something to do with diamonds, right? Very special advice podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) First question goes like this. My girlfriend and I are going slow with things, like really slow, as in we started seeing each other in November and still haven't had a full-on makeout session. Oh, shit. Recently, we were texting, and I expressed that one day I'm going to be brave enough to actually do more, and she agreed, said that she often thinks the same. I replied that until then, I'm just going to imagine what she sounds like when she comes. Neither of us have acknowledged this comment since. Yikes. (laughs) Any tips for moving sloth slow when you're normally jumping your dates like rabbits? I want to know more about how this happened. Yeah. Well, like, was this an intentional thing? Or, I mean, it sounds like if the letter writer says that they're normally jumping their dates like rabbits, this isn't sort of a normal thing for them or like a religious thing. Probably not a religious. The the come sound comment in this context sounds like an escalation. Yeah, Um, 100%. (laughs) We don't have all the information. Maybe it's been discussed before. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) I would check in, honestly. I would be like, hey... That comment could have come off as a little bit of an escalation. I just want to sort of check in and be like, were you comfortable with that? Like, yeah. what was that too much? Yeah. Like I, and, not, and it doesn't have to be like apologetic or like overly like, or defensive or like, it doesn't have to, you can be really just open hearted, chill, not a big deal either way. Just like, Hey, like, I, I mean, it sounds like you're still seeing each other. So that sounds great. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think just, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think it's overall fine. It might be the kind of thing you bring it up and you go, hey, um, remember uh, when I said, <laughs> I'm just going to imagine what it sounds like when you nut? Remember that? And she's going to go, yeah, I do remember when you said that. Was that chill? Oh, yeah, that was terminally chill. It's actually incredibly hot to me, and I've been thinking about it ever since. Is a possibility. Whoa. That's a thing that can happen. It's true. I, yeah. I just I want to know the reason. I want to know the reason why here. Because uh, you say we're going slow with things, and uh, Aiden, you pointed out the you're normally jumping dates like rabbits. Like I can't tell if this is you saying that like this new partner wants to move slow, or you're like normally I jump into things too quickly, and I'm trying to approach this more slowly. Because I feel like the advice is going to differ for both of those. Yeah. 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 Um yeah, I mean I think is the end like yeah, depending on sort of also the goal and I think you know the goal is communication in a lot of ways and that's a totally chill check-in sounds great and also if the goal is to kiss, I feel like if you both acknowledge that you feel ready or you know, I mean it sounds like you even said sort of like I'm getting I'm like nervous to kiss you and I'm excited to feel brave enough to do that. And she was yeah. like, I'm into that. I feel like that's your, your green flag too. I mean, honestly, in this context, I might still ask in the moment. I might be like, Hey, this feels really good. I really like you. Can I kiss you? Um, I liked it. Polite. Yeah. Yeah. Just- I, I, I think what was jarring about it was it, the reply to, I think I want to kiss you. I want to kiss you too. I'm going to imagine what it sounds like when you know. That's <laughs> <laughs> how it felt. That's how it yeah, felt to me. I, I really want to know how she responded <laughs> to that. I mean, it sounds like it was just like not discussed anymore yeah. after that. Like, lol, like, how was your you day? Say, <laughs> <laughs> you say that. She just goes, Have you, did you see the, is there a movie out? There's a movie out, I'm sure. Did you see the movie that's out? Yeah, be how that joke would land well, if I could remember we, any movies that are out. Super we don't Marvel. have so much context. We don't know age. We don't know sort of like experience background, you know, or like how. Yeah. So there's there are some like factors in there. But also, I think that if you both feel ready to kiss, um, then you should kiss and have a nice time. I nailed it. Yeah. I think that just straight up asking about the kiss in the moment is good, regardless of it's you moving slow or this partner wanting to move slow. Because regardless, like you're moving at this slow pace and you've seen what happens 
because you made that list, I want to hear you come comment when you kind of floor it out of nowhere. You do kind of got to sure. keep a smooth curve to everything here. Because uh, especially when you're moving slow, if you like do something sudden like that, it is like a jarring thing. It can mm. be, oh, God, where the fuck did that come from? Even if like she, you know, is is into that. Um, so I think just, you know, give that give that ask in the moment about kissing. I also feel like once you get that out of the way and kind of move past that, like, you know, it can be awkward anticipation of physicality that you haven't really got to yet. Once you're through that, it can be easier to be like, okay, like we did it. We're, we're comfortable doing that. Let's talk more candidly about like, about other things. Yeah. You know, I almost though might want to bring up the comment if they feel like they want to resolve that might bring that up before kissing. Cause you don't, it would suck True. for the girlfriend to be like, Oh no, like, do I have to come right now? And it's like, no, like, yeah. <laughs> like it doesn't have to go there yet. <laughs> and, and getting that out of the way and just being like, Hey, like this maybe didn't land or maybe it yeah. did. And we just didn't talk about it and yeah. just, just check in on where that's at. And also there's no pressure immediately to come. Which Am I now to come? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause that's terrible. No building it up. Oh man, building up a kiss is so stressful. <laughs> I I uh, I'm excited for y'all to get to just break that tension. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I feel like things get a lot smoother from there. I I am asking you just out of my own curiosity here to give us an update, but also like what what prompted this? Is this intentional on your part or her part, or things just are kind of moving slow? Like I'm just I'm curious about the background to this mm -hmm, um, yeah. because. I mean, fuck, November to now, that's like almost six months. Wait, that is yeah. six months. That's a yeah. lot of time to like, but you say full on makeout session. Like, I guess you've given each other like little, little peck kisses and stuff. I just like. Nice to see you. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I just want to know what the details are here. And not to like discount, you know, or be like, oh, that's weird that you're waiting too long. Oh, yeah. It's a little bit unusual, but not in like a, a negative way. I'm just very interested in, in the why here. Yeah. Totally. And I feel like the why maybe affects some of the advice that we would give. For sure. But I think, yeah. But good luck. If you, okay, I'm going to give a quick A, B. Mm -hmm. Like situation A is that you are trying to go slow because you've been jumping dates like rabbits in the past and you're like, I want to be more intentional about this and like i don't know be more careful maybe you've been like jumping into having sex and stuff with dates in the past and like that's kind of burnt things out like i don't know jumping into that can throw a romantic progression sometimes if that's the case i would kind of check in on that and make sure you're expressing that like you, you do want to make out. You do want to be physical at some point, but like giving them something to to work with here. Because I think just it being like six months, if you kind of are, you know, you've expressed that you want to move slow, but you're really like holding back and you're not used to that, that could make you act a little bit weird. You know, like making, making the comment, like it can just make you more clunky than you would usually be. Sure. And I think just communicating with this partner on what you're trying to do and why, will put them at ease and like not make them feel like, Oh, they're just not into me or something mm -hmm. along those lines. Yeah. If it's the reverse and this partner is wanting to move slow, uh, then definitely, you know, again, it doesn't need to be an apology necessarily, but acknowledge the comment that you made, but reiterate, like I'm cool taking this thing slowly, you know, sorry if that was too much too quickly. I'm just really into you, whatever you want to say. Uh, but just reiterate that like, you're comfortable taking things slow and you know, you, you still have a lot of feelings for them and you want to see where that goes. Totally. That's my quick two situations advice, but please give us the update. I'm dying to know. Yeah, I, I love it. Know. I'm clamoring to know. <laughs> many of you and many people are now. More and more people are climbing over one another, clamoring <laughs> to know why you're going slow. It's radio yeah. free tote bag. <laughs> bless Get you ready for like three more maybe no come on fake okay, out never mind. Uh, <laughs> i hate allergies. all right here let's let's get another one of these going 
Hey, let's get another one of these <laughs> questions. Bless you. Yep. Ugh. Damn. That sucks, girly. The ones yeah, that are like, you're like, oh, okay, it's going to be another sneeze, but you kind of can anticipate it. Mm-hmm. You know, that sucks enough, but you're getting surprised. I hate when it like edges you. Like, yes. Oh my God, sneeze edging. <laughs> oh, it's Fuck the worst. Me. It's the worst. I, I'm sure someone out there finds it erotic, but I do not. <laughs> yeah. That has to be a thing, right? Right. That I mean, is. it's kind of, yeah, it's a buildup of tension and anticipation and a stuff. Release. like. I can see yeah. it, but I hate it. And it's so weird when it's in front of other people and you just have to make the face. Like, huh? You want to know uh, what it's called? Huh? What? Mucophilia. Ooh. Mucophilia. Is it actually mucophilia? That just seems like you want to fuck some boogers. You want to fuck the Mucinex monster. <laughs> <laughs> According to insider.com, mucophilia, otherwise known as a sneezing fetish, is when folks are turned on by sneezing. Wow. Insider, that's what they want to do. That's what they want to be with the Mucinex monster. Yeah. Hey, in- insider, that's what they're trying to. Uh, I found a <laughs> Tumblr entitled Subby for Sneezes. Wow. All right. Subby for Sneezes. How would you be like yeah. a sneeze sub? It sneezed on. They make you sneeze, like the Dom throws like pepper in your face. Gets you, like tickles, <laughs> tickles your nose. Well, I feel like it's like if you're. Like, you must be, like, sort of the sneeze receiver. Like, maybe, like, sort of, like, you can be, like, a water sports receiver or, like, like that is sort of, like, a degradation thing, maybe. Yeah. They're going to sneeze on you. Yeah. And just be like, you're my tissue now, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly, I'd be really good at that. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Double ply. Spread those plies. (laughs) Ah! I just found a very good meme on this Tumblr. What you got? You know, you know the one with the um, it's the the lady whispering in the guy's ear, mm-hmm. and then the next shot is the is the goosebumps. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, right. And the caption just says, "I skipped my allergy meds today." <laughs> oh, that's so nice. I love this that. rocks. I love this person. You're wow. so cool. I love niche content. That makes me so happy. Damn, I'm really getting it. Really I'm just getting gonna let out here. My cat out. Sorry, they're being so bad. Oh, please. One, two <laughs> seconds. We're being cursed by internet cat shenanigans, Hi. mucus. This this Tuesday, this Tuesday is nothing to sneeze at. I tell you what. <laughs> Another hey, mucophilia, one. That's nothing to sneeze at. <laughs> it's something that you that's must something sneeze for. Fuck yeah, shit. It's like the opposite of that. It is something to that's sneeze something at. That's something to sneeze at. Okay, we're back. Uh, Hide the pain, Harry, looking at a laptop with open laptop in public. Sneeze.wave, you forgot to close plays. Uh, wow. I love sneeze.wave. That's a good one. That's so so erotic. <laughs> it's also funny because like that wouldn't be that weird. I mean, it would be weird, but no one would be like, like it's not the same as yeah. porn. <laughs> no, one, no one would be like, "Oh God, they're listening to porn." They'd be like, "Why did that just have a? Why did this computer just sneeze?" Yeah, hey, this, this, this computer's got allergies. What the fuck is going on? They'd literally just really like turn far. around and just be like, "Bless you," and then be over. Wait a second, but there's no one there. Yeah, this is a haunted coffee shop. And scene. All right, here comes another question. <laughs> uh, I gotta, I gotta stop saying that when I don't have one in mind. I got too, too sidetracked with the sneeze riffs. I've been going to a hole in the wall restaurant nearby where I really like the cashier. I always get takeaway, but talk for about ten minutes with her. And recently, she started saying that I should eat there so we can talk more. Next time, I will. Better. I hope, I hope she likes me, but don't actually know. And she has mentioned that she has a boyfriend. She'll also stop working there at the end of May and then move a month later, two to three hours away. So I'll only see her a couple more times. I don't want to interfere with the relationship, but should I try staying in contact with her or should I just let it go? Generally, do you think it's okay to say someone in a relationship something like, if you're ever single, call me? I don't don't do that. I don't think that rocks. (laughs) I do not think that that sparkles or pleases. Uh, what I 
what I do think you should do is use the word metamor somewhere near her. You know what I mean? A little, a little like mate. So oh. a metamor is your partner's partner. Oh, I love that. Right? Just yeah. drop some casual poly terminology and see if that's what the fuck is going on because that's that's how I've started handling shit. If I'm talking to somebody that I am interested in and they mention that they have a partner, I mention that I have a partner and then talk about dating other people or something. You know what I mean? And try to open that line of communication up if that's where they are. Yeah. You see, I ask if they want to play Monopoly, but I say it really slow. I say like mono. Pully, and then whichever one their eyebrows raise at. That's, uh, <laughs> oh, microaggression! No, wait, microexpressions. Not microaggression. Very funny. I love that. Um, yeah, I think um, I, it might. You know, I would say you can keep chatting. I totally support the idea of feeling out if their relationship is open. I think if it's not, it, it kind of sounds like maybe they know that it's not. They seem pretty sure of that, but maybe it's just an assumption. Or also maybe they don't want to date someone who, you know, maybe they're monogamous and don't want to date someone who has a primary yeah. partner right now. Of um, so, but get that information. And if they are in a relationship that's monogamous, I don't think that you should hit on them. Um I think their job is to be really nice to everyone who goes there. Right. Um, and I mean, I, honestly, it is kind of a good case scenario if they are leaving that place because that, you know, otherwise I was prepared to be like, you can do what you want, but you have to be able to leave the restaurant. You cannot go and make it weird for them if they reject you. Yeah, like exactly. you have to. So that's nice. You can still eat at the restaurant <laughs> no matter how this goes. Um, yeah. Cause she'll she be leaving at the end of May. Yeah. Fuck. Also, I, I, don't I know. think you gotta. I think you gotta approach this as just a friends thing. Yeah, maybe like be like Instagram friends I or think something. Potentially, this reasonable. is too forward. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like because I'm like you're going in there, you're talking consistently. Because I got the same, just hard and fast rule: don't fucking like hit on people at their workplace. They're stuck there; it's their job to be nice to you. All that stuff. I think like 99 percent of the time, that's just a bad idea. But like in this case, yeah, you're talking extensively every time you're there. She's like, hey, hang out so we can chat more. But that more to me, like if you know she's got a boyfriend and you're saying at the end there the thing about if you're ever single, call me makes me feel like, you know, if she is poly, you don't know that. And it doesn't seem like you've gotten any clear signs there or I would imagine you'd mention that. But there's it's, something yeah, it's here. True. The way you tell I, if somebody is poly, how do you tell if somebody's polyamorous? Don't worry, they'll tell you. Yeah. How do you tell if someone's polyamorous? Don't worry, they'll raise your eyebrows on the second <laughs> part of when you say the game's name. Um, yeah. No, that is interesting to know that in sort of this setting where, you know, like if if she's working, she probably doesn't impart that much information about her personal life to like everyone sure. who comes in. So the fact that you know that she has a boyfriend, but you don't know if they're open to me, that's sort of a very specific amount of information that she's imparted to you. Yeah. Um, which is that she wanted you to know that she had a boyfriend. Yes. Ah, yes. That's what I'm reading here too. Yeah. So which is okay. Like, honestly, like, it's really nice that she really enjoys talking to you and yeah. wants to hang. It might be more, I would, yeah, I, I agree. I think Audrey, you said to just treat it like a friend vibe, and I agree with her on that. I'm getting big friend energy out of this. And that's cool. Like, you, you've made yeah. a friend with somebody, you know. If you've, like, caught a little bit of feelings, like, I get that. But just, you know, if you're enjoying talking to this person so much, yeah, ask for the, hey, you know, do you have Instagram? She's mentioned she's moving or whatever. Be like, hey, I'd love to stay in touch. Uh, but leave it at that. Don't say anything about being single or like hint at those things. And then like, I don't know if you if you want to see if there's any potential or something, then like your friends on social media, you see if she's dating somebody or whatever. Maybe you message a little bit, but like, maybe she does a breakup way, date. Fucking Maybe she does the, our favorite segment, break update. Maybe, uh, but just reel it way back. I, I think as soon as, from my read on this situation, I think as soon as you're like, hey, if you're ever single or you kind of hint, you're a little too much, too forward about like wanting something more. Yeah, I think it's going to fuck everything up. Yeah, yeah. 
Reel it uh, back. <laughs> I Smart. love this for you as like an exercise, though. Like, especially like what a great little like capsule relationship in which to like practice this. Like, yeah. Because sometimes it's really hard, like to to know exactly how strong you should be and exactly like where the boundaries are in like these kinds of. You know, I say relationship and I don't even mean like romantic, just like you were in relation right. with her and you're figuring that out together. And like that choreography can be sticky. So it's like, but there's like, it seems pretty low stakes and it seems like there's a time limit and there are probably a lot of other people that you get to date in a higher stakes, longer timeline way. So what a nice time to practice it right now. For oh, yeah. sure. I I also think just if you're somebody who can read this situation well, again, I, I think I'm reading it right here, and just be friendly, uh, but you know, be just hey, I, I'm just enjoy chatting with you and leaving it at that. If there's any potential of anything happening, like that's the only way that that door is even a little bit open. But you gotta truly, sincerely just approach this as you've enjoyed talking to this person. Fucking stay in touch. Maybe something comes down the line, but like you, you, you made a friend, you made a connection with somebody. Don't put too much weight into, you know, kind of the crush element here. Mm-hmm. Mine is the chaos option. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> uh-huh. if you decide that it is time to find out if she has another partner perhaps, or has room in her life if she's not polysaturated. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> and he's just asked to be like, hey, you, do you, you know anything about non monogamy? That would suck. <laughs> just, yeah, just, yeah. If you want to go with chaos, casually drop some poly words, do a little digging on those. And then uh, if she picks up on that, then that's one thing. But they are, they are correct. No, Aiden and Donovan are right. Don't do what I'm saying. But like, <laughs> if you do. If you, there's a there's a there's another path you remember you like uh you have you've all played elden ring you can like <laughs> join with the forces of chaos and bring madness to the world that's an option you have in your life don't bring madness to the world come no. on come on no. listener you but you get to not. use vike spear you get to do an arcane build it's good no you, you don't want this girl to stand at the register all day and dread you coming in like oh, you, you're yeah. in no, such that's a, yeah you are in such a good place right now she wants to talk to you more like savor that savor a nice friendship savor a little bit of flirtatious energy if that's there delicious it is <laughs> Like just a little sprinkle and it doesn't have to be more than that. Yeah. 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 It's just, it's like salt. You know, you can't pour a fucking shaker of salt on a dish and it's not good anymore, but you want a little salt. Like, so I think you're in such a good place right now. Don't fuck it up. You know? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good luck. Take it easy there. listener. (laughs) Good on you writing in instead of trying to shoot the shot real hard. Yeah. Um, Sorry. I went a little hard at the end, but I just imagined all of the times that I have been in the service industry and have like dreaded like one or two people coming. (laughs) It's like, yeah. 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 You, you do not want that. You do not want to make somebody feel like that. And yeah. And you're not. So just, just be, but it's, you can stumble into that by accident with the way that the dynamic uh, with, with somebody who's working in their job and that's the main way you know them, you can like stumble into that. So just err on the side of caution here. Be fucking chill. But by yeah. all means, be like, hey, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to miss chatting with you. Here's my fucking, here's my Instagram. If you're on there <laughs> and you feel like staying in touch. There you go. Yeah, that's yeah. cute. That's very classy. Bingo. Okay, Audrey, what else we got here? Uh, we love a workplace question on this program. We haven't had a uh, a segment name for that, but I workplace. We question. call it the quirk place. Quarry. <laughs> 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 okay. Hi, RFTB. Hello. Hey. One of my coworkers has been asleep at the wheel for the past several months, barely doing anything, and what has been doing is wrong. It was to the point where we were questioning whether she was coming into work drunk. She took time away to get her shit figured out and is doing better, but she is now making snide comments about also doing my work. One, she does not do my work. (laughs) (laughs) Two, when she did help me, the quality was so dog shit that it doubled my work. 
how do I keep from tackling her out of rage? She made our team Ooh. miserable for a year and a half because of her quality of work, and I can't help but feel resentful when she makes jokes. Okay, normally these situations, I'm like, you fucking stay in your lane and do not fuck with somebody else's job. I don't care if they're not doing a great job, fucking ignore it. But the fact that this is impacting you and she's being shitty to you, that that sucks. And uh, that that makes me want to tackle out of rage also. That's very frustrating. Um, can you, like, do you have the same manager how does how does this stuff work like i'm trying to figure out what the best way to approach this is that like still i wouldn't go full snitch mode and be like they're not fucking doing anything and all that stuff but you could be like hey i'm not having a great time working with this person i i don't feel i'd like uh, i'm trying to think of the wording here i'm trying to put on my corporate hat yeah i have found working with this person uh, inordinately difficult yeah. for the following reasons. And then yeah. you. I even out. think you could soften it a little. And if you have someone, I mean, hopefully, God, I really hope you have someone that you can talk to that's like a superior on this. Cause I, I do think, unfortunately, again, yeah, I, I agree with Donovan with their assessment that we don't want to snitch, but also like uh, sometimes you got to bring in help. And I feel like not even talking about their performance but keeping it super localized in terms of like hey like they've been really expressing like they've been sort of making comments about my quality of work that feels really frustrating and like not accurate because like that is sort of the part obviously like them doing a bad job at their job affects you but like not quite as directly as like like that's kind of their shit and if you can keep it really being like hey this was something that was done specifically to me and doesn't feel because also like if they're saying that shit in front of you and around you they're probably also saying that to like your superior and you don't want them to get the narrative right. to have control of the narrative that like you are not doing your job and that sucks yeah. like yeah. Um, I- so yeah i feel like keeping it around what they have said to and about you and like very direct things around you will keep it from feeling like you're gossiping or being petty yeah i love this fucking hole in one yeah keep i've been watching the way a, that it's impacting you i've been watching a lot of selling sunset and they do not have a good workplace environment and <laughs> like they would not <laughs> handle it like that <laughs> so you could also just have like a really fancy party and fight with her during the party that's yes. the other option <laughs> Public feud. We love it. <laughs> Keep things spicy for the cameras. Yeah. Have you tried subtweeting? <laughs> <I'm> a- <laughs> in the in the fucking Slack for the group. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry that that sounds so fucking frustrating. It's such a bummer. Um, and then you just feel like a hall monitor. Like it sucks to care yeah. about that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. But if it's affecting you, like you fucking, you got to do something. Can you approach this person directly? Like, it is sounding like this person is just kind of a nightmare. And, you know, I don't know if it's feasible or if you've even tried it. Um, But, like, I I don't know. This kind of situation, I would always attempt to just talk directly to the person before fucking going over their head. And, like, I don't know. Again, this is at a point where it's impacting you directly and might reflect poorly on you. And that fucking sucks. And you got to, you know, protect your job and everything. But if you feel like they could at all be reasonable or that you could reach them. If you have any kind of like connection with this person outside of just kind of the negative comments and stuff, I would attempt to be like, you know, Hey, you're, you made X, Y, or Z comment. Like that makes me look bad. And that really sucked. You know, can you please not do that? Something along those lines. Um, But again, this person might just be too far gone for that. And then see the advice Aiden just gave. Yeah. If you have, endless patience sometimes it's nice to just be like to to sort of do that by asking questions by being like oh okay so like what part of this was your job you know or like what part of this was mine that didn't get done can you yeah. help me understand that yeah. <laughs> you know and like sort of let them spin out but um they yeah, also you, sound messy <laughs> yeah use the technique that uh you can use to diffuse when when say a relative tells a racist joke at christmas you just kind of go 
Now, why is that funny? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Yeah, yeah and, let them, and let them fucking annihilate themselves in front of you. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think that's actually that's that seems pretty good. You go, hey, remember you said that thing about how you did my work? Yeah, what part of it wasn't I doing that you picked up on? Yeah, I love that. I love that. Throw that metaphorical banana into their into their Mario Kart of the mind and let them make the whoa, 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 whoa. let the fucking like it to the cloud guy safer. <laughs> Throw the fucking banana and let them and let them spin. Also, I think that every time that you have to deal with it, you should buy yourself a little treat on the way home, like yes. a McDonald's ice Strong cream or yes. get like a little Starbies or something. Just like a little Ooh. treat. We endorse it. We believe in you and we support it. <laughs> You yeah. earned it. Yeah. Yeah. Because work is hard enough without having to navigate like shitty interpersonal stuff like this and be stressed about, you know, how it reflects on you and everything. Like, even if this feels pretty, I don't know, if you're like, oh, this is relatively minor or whatever, like, I could see this being incredibly stressful. Mm-hmm. So we believe in you. Get two apple pies. Get <laughs> two of the little apple pies. Yeah. Hell with it. Fuck it. Get two apple pies. Give them one of the apple pies, huh? Okay. Ooh. Let's get way more, way more flies with pies than with uh, vinegar or whatever. Yeah, way more is. flies with pies <laughs> than with vinegar. You know the old saying. Give us the an update on this one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let us. Yeah, know I how want to know more. Yeah, and uh, if it does go well, then you must give us five stars on streaming platforms. Thank you very much. That's our treat. You get your treat. We get our treat. All right, check this one out. Check it. Uh, wait. Fuck, I had another one I wanted to read. Yes. Uh, I have some perspective for the person who asked about the partner in recovery with BPD. As someone who has recovered from BPD, there is a concept within BPD of a, quote, favorite person. It sounds nice, but it's honestly triggering and unhealthy. Most people with BPD form a favorite person type attachment to their partner. If they aren't aware of it, the relationship itself triggers BPD episodes. The favorite person is a main source of validation for the person with BPD. Uh, We count the minutes between texts. We overthink and start noticing patterns that someone might not really care or similar feeling. We pick fights and burn it down to avoid inevitable abandonment. It's a whole cycle, and the trigger is the favorite person. If someone sees someone else in that light, it is not a relationship anymore. It's just nonstop anxiety for them. Being an unconditional friend is the best thing you can do. My best friend Daniel is someone who stuck by me after a similar situation. He ended the romantic sexual part of our relationship, but still showed me that people care. Continue to be a good friend and check on her, but take your space. If you are the favorite person, it is kind of dangerous to go on. She needs to learn how to regulate her BPD attacks without a favorite person. Rejection-sensitive dysphoria in ADHD is my BPD trigger. Hello. Relationships that don't feel right make me worry about rejection. She needs ones that feel right. Learning about this changed everything for me. Good luck. I probably should have given the context right before this. I highlighted it because I meant to get this a couple weeks ago when somebody mm. sent this in. Audrey, do you remember the details of the initial question here? Aye, yeah, yeah. Uh, it must be lost to the other because it would have been removed from the living question box document. I wonder if Shit. I can pull it up in the queue box. I'm trying to. I'm, it was something with a friend, and I'm trying to. I just wanted to get it in there because this, this is thoughtful follow-up to that yeah. if, for whoever yeah. sent that in and i've had yeah. it highlighted for a couple weeks and i was like i gotta make sure to read this but i probably should have found it a little question let first. me work around it a little bit and see if i can't find this question real quick all right wait, yeah wait. i mean that sounds like really nice advice and it's cool to get it from someone who's like actually experienced bpd so thank you absolutely, yes, absolutely. yeah this one was There's... from 2001 i um I, uh, I I appreciated the unconditional friend element here too, um, because for somebody with that disorder, like it, it, it it's not a fun time to uh, uh, to have that switch from a favorite person to not, or yeah. all of the anxiety around that. 
Like, I feel like the the friend in that original question, you could easily be like, well, fuck this person. They completely turned on me. Um, and like, there, you know, there's an element to which you got to protect yourself in this situation. But uh, I appreciate this person writing in with, with this disorder, like articulating kind of what the actual feeling behind that is. And, uh, you know, that's not to say you've got to absolutely forgive somebody who turns on you or like continue to maintain that relationship. But I feel like it's helpful to know, Hey, these are the feelings behind this thing. Mm-hmm. And it, it, you know, it's part of this disorder. And then if you want to continue maintaining a relationship with that person, kind of recognizing that and still being like, I, I, you know, I still appreciate you or want you in my life. Um, but you know, I've got to get past this way that it affects me or whatever, change the nature of relationship like this person's friend did. Totally. Yeah. And I think that's a really thorny thing is trying to figure out the best boundaries. Like I really appreciate that the writer, um, you know, sort of gave the advice of take space when you need it. And it's that idea that like, you know, I think some infographic was like, you know, boundaries are to preserve a relationship and not to destroy a relationship. And sometimes you need really good boundaries in a way to like thoughtfully, you know, be able to be like, I, I need a little bit of space right now. And also I'm, that doesn't mean that I don't fuck with you anymore, you know, or like, right. I don't know. Like it's, it's interesting. Cause like, we're kind of not taught how to do that socially. Like, I feel like things are very black and white in terms of like, are you friends with someone or are you not? Or like, and it's just like, often a lot murkier than that or a lot more like, yeah, I can really like, I have a lot of love and care for this person and I want to spend time with you, but I can't do it all the time or I can't do it romantically or like, you know, and, and holding space for everyone to just like, maybe not have practice doing that is really important. And it's hard. It's hard work. You have to really care about each other to like, want to work through that together. Yeah. And you're, you're absolutely not obligated to do that if it's, if it's too much for you. Mm -hmm. But I appreciate that not looking at somebody as good or bad, but rather they're dealing with this thing. If I still love this person, what's the you know amount of relationship I can maintain with them uh, so that I'm okay, but also like it sucks for them having th- that disorder. Yeah. And, you know, they, they don't want to be, uh, you know, hurting you with the, the rapid change of being the favorite person or not. I think I think I just found what it was, Audrey. Yeah, it's the one with the person who had struggled with benzos. Yeah, this and, was uh, a couple yeah. weeks, a few weeks ago, like a month yeah. ago. Back to the Alec Robbins episode, I believe. Yeah. Um, yeah, th- this is the one they were they were not together like even a year. She was approaching sobriety and there was all of this chaos and they were feeling burnt out. So maybe the question oh, was what like when do you know that it's time to go from a relationship? When do you know that it's that emotional fatigue is so too much to move past? And, uh, I think, you know, it's, you know, when it's time, right. Uh, you're just hurting all the fucking time. (laughs) That's that I think is when it, when it's, when it's more of a bummer to keep going, like, it's just like, like with drugs and alcohol, it's like, when do you know when you know when do you know that you have to quit drinking well when drinking is a bummer yeah yeah Yeah. when the relationship (laughs) sucks to be in that's when you have to wrap it up but then so for this person in a relationship with that person like there is no clear straightforward answer this is the exact time i think this is what we said to them too if you're at that point of fatigue where it's too much, that's when you've got to cut it. But if you're in this place of like, but I care about this person and I don't want to like leave them out to dry. I feel like the balance there is conveying that it's too much for you in a romantic sense, but wanting to maintain some type of connection with them, whatever it is that you can, you know, Mm -hmm. support without uh, damaging your own well being. Um, Yeah. I so appreciate an alternate perspective too, because I feel like my initial like bias is usually towards like, if you're asking it's time. Um, And 
Also, it's nice to just hear someone else say like, well, like there are ways to redefine the relationship or, you know, there's ways to take care of yourself and then find a way to like have this person in your life and, and figure it out together. Like not everyone needs to be like the most intimate or the most immediate relationship. Like it's possible. And like, yeah. So, um, I appreciate the discourse. Yeah. And, and while we have a responsibility to look after our mental illnesses and take care of our own toxicity, it is possible that we don't meet that expectation 100% of the time. And that shouldn't immediately discount us from having close relationships or friendships. Absolutely. So. So took us on. Yeah. A little bit, a little bit roundabout in there. I should have grabbed that context before this, but to this person, thank you for writing in and like articulating as somebody with, with BPD, what that feels like and kind of what you feel like somebody could do to, to support you, even if it's a change in the relationship and, and all of that. So I just, I really liked what this person wrote in. I thought that was Me a too. thoughtful thing and it's, I don't know. That's one of the polarized disorders where I think people are just kind of assumed to be nuts and evil or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I appreciated this person uh, writing all of this in. So, all right. Mission accomplished. I've had this highlighted for a couple of weeks and I kept fucking forgetting to read it. So nice. thank you for writing this in. That was very thoughtful. <laughs> and we got it in right before the end of the show where we Holy thank Aiden for shit. joining us. Woo! Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Aiden, Thank where do people find me. your things? Um, you can find me on the internet at Aiden Arata. Um, I'm sure that'll be spelled out somewhere. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> A-I-D-E-N-A-R-A-T-A. Um, that's kind of it. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Look her up. Yeah, I was going to be like, find me in Los Angeles. And I'm like, no, don't find me. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Keep it on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking funny. Well, thank you so much for yeah. joining us. Oh my God. It's always such a joy to hang out with y'all. Thank you. Um, thank you. We love having you on too. All right. Uh, what else do we do at the end here? Hey, you know who else we love? Who's that? It's our friggin' Patreons. You heard bad connection Donovan say it earlier. $5 <laughs> a month, patreon.com slash RFTB. You get a bonus episode each week, but for $10 a month. You get all of that, and you get your name shouted out in lights at the end of each episode. Audrey, who are we shouting out first? We begin, as we do, with Brock. And we follow. I gotta stop the whispering thing. Then we shout out Anthony Lindbergh. Then I sort by active, and then current here. And then we shout out our (laughs) beloved day one, Barb. We're shouting out my own dad. We're gonna shout out Daddy Dylan. We're shouting out GG. We're going to shout out our good friend Hoopstank Sid, who I need to see soon. Sid, we have to hang out. Hey, me too. I love them. Shouts out to K Friggin' Money. Shouts out to Malcriata. We're shouting out MC Proletariat. We're going to shout out Mickey Flykick. We're shouting out Riley. From episode 105, The Yellow Rose of Tote Land, we're going to shout out Ryan, Rich Homie, Click Clack. We're shouting out Spreadable Fruit. We're going to shout out Super Deformed Form 4. We're shouting out Tufted Titmouse. And finally, we shout out our very good friend, Ren. Thank you so much for supporting us at $10 a month level. You truly are the wind beneath our wings. The wind beneath our wings. You're the wind beneath our wings. And we're soaring. We are Sarah McLaughlin. We're soaring. Is that, that who sings Bette that? Midler. That was Bette Midler Fuck. sang that what is, one. What does she sing? Does she sing a sad yeah, song? Sarah McLaughlin does the, mm-hmm, uh, the animal one. I see. Patrons, you truly are the arms of our angel. <laughs> Just the arms, though. <laughs> and you are the wind beneath... <laughs> The wings of the of angels the angel. whose arms you are. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. Thank you for supporting us. And thank you to all our patrons. And if you can't throw us a little bit of money, or you don't want any bonus episodes, you can also support us by giving us five stars places, writing us a little review on iTunes. That and tell your friends. Way. That's tell honestly friends. the biggest thing you can do is tell your damn friends. Go door to door for us. Start canvassing for Radio yeah. Free Tote Bag. God, Start knocking I just, on doors. 
Uh, I did canvassing briefly, and I just uh, had chills remembering what that was like. (laughs) Don't do it. (laughs) Kick down people's front door and throw a USB, a Bluetooth speaker into the door that's playing one of our episodes, and you'll hook them right in. Activate. (laughs) Activate them. (laughs) All right. Uh, uh, Hey, activate music mode uh the love theme from rftb horn filters soundcloud.com slash rftb pod find the music that i did outro song uh brad curse the bellowing pines find it on streaming do it uh thanks again to everybody for listening uh, i'm gonna get right up on this microphone as i have a tendency to do and i'm gonna say i love you thanks bye Ma. Ma.